You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. This is part two of our series on how to design a value proposition for your professional services firm. In the last lesson, we covered the very first building block of a value proposition, which is the customer profile. And we looked at the three elements of a customer profile that'll help you craft a value proposition that has some teeth. The next step in the process is to design a value proposition that's connected to the customer profile. We want to build a bridge now between what you do, the products and the services you sell, and the customer profile or the customer's jobs, gains, and pains that we talked about in the last lesson. If you missed the last lesson, you're going to want to go back and catch up on that so that you have the context for this discussion today. And you can do that by heading over to forecast.fm slash 34. Now, before we get into it, if you haven't yet joined us inside our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, you're going to want to do that right now. Inside the course, I will walk you through a proven framework to generate a flood of new business for your firm. And you can get immediate access to the entire course for free at 5leadgen.com. And you can spell out five or use the number. Either one works. That's 5leadgen.com. So we're not quite at the stage of writing the value proposition yet. We've now crafted a customer profile and we have a pretty good handle on what the buyer is looking for, what their high value jobs are, and what they're trying to avoid in executing those jobs. But now we need to build a bridge between what we do and what the buyer wants. So now if you're following along on the value proposition canvas, we're now on the left side of the canvas, which is the second step where we're talking about us. We're talking about you. We're talking about the firm and your business and how you can create value for the buyer and the buyer's organization. And again, just to reiterate what we talked about in the last lesson, it's really important to separate the strategy from the creative side of this process. If you jump right into the creative side, you jump into the writing, you're gonna be all over the place because you haven't clarified the strategy. And what we're doing right now is we're clarifying the strategy. We're gonna identify the value creators that you have, that you deliver within your products and services. And once we know what those are, and once there's a really clear match between what you do and the value you create and what your buyer is looking for, then we write, but not before that. So there are three steps here to the value proposition design process on the left side of the canvas. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about when I say value proposition canvas, again, go back to the last lesson where we talked about that. I introduced you to the framework and there's a link there to download the canvas directly from the show notes. And that's at forecast.fm slash 34. So the first step in the design process is to list all the products and the services that are relevant to the buyer that we're discussing. So when it comes to that specific customer profile, that specific buyer that we built a profile around where we identified their customer jobs, their gains that they're looking for and the pains that they want to avoid, we wanna list here the relevant products 
and services that create value for that buyer. And this should be the easy part. So continuing with our example from the last lesson of Ed, the VP of condo developments at BuildCo, we mentioned that one of Ed's high value jobs is choosing the right condo development projects to work on. So now if you're the architectural firm, you're gonna to wanna to list the products and the services and solutions that help Ed perform better in that role. So in this case, we'd probably focus in on the concept stage of the design process because Ed's primary job that we've decided to focus on here is choosing the right projects. So it's everything that you do as an architectural firm in the earlier stages that help Ed make that decision are what's relevant to include here. The second step in the design process is to articulate the gain creators. These are the elements of your products and services that create the gains that Ed is looking for. So what you want to do here is look at each of the gains that you wrote down in the customer profile section and ask yourself, how do my products and services help the buyer create this gain? So one of Ed's gains that he was looking for is a cutting edge design because Ed needs to deliver a condo development that stands out from the pack. It needs to be different from everything that the other condo developments on the street are offering or their competitors are offering. It needs to really speak to his target market. So the game creator here might be something like, you know, our condo design process ensures that your project will be unlike anything consumers have seen. It'll be truly unique and original to help you stand out from the pack. Now, again, I'm not concerned about wordsmithing here. So the details of how you articulate that are not the point. The point is we know Ed wants something original and we've got to be clear about how we create that gain, what our gain creator is in our condo design process that helps Ed have the confidence to know that he's gonna get something truly original, truly unique, and that speaks to his target market. So you wanna go through all of the gains that you brainstormed, at least the ones that you settled on as being high priority, and you wanna brainstorm now another list of gain creators that are tied to the products and the services that you sell. Finally, the third step is to make a list of pain relievers. This is how our products and services eliminate or help the buyer avoid pain. So again, go through all the pains that you brainstormed in your customer profile and make a corresponding list of pain relievers that articulate how your products and your services and your solutions relieve the buyer from that pain or help them eliminate that pain or mitigate that risk or whatever it may be. So in Ed's case, you know, Ed definitely wants and needs to see a unique design for his condo project, but he does not want to blow the budget in the process. It doesn't matter how unique the design is, if the project goes over budget, if they spend more than they're willing to spend and they end up eating into his company's returns, he's gonna be in big trouble. So the pain reliever here might be something like our architectural design process will ensure that whatever design concept you choose will be able to execute that project on budget and on time. 
Now, when it comes to brainstorming game creators and pain relievers, you want to put as many ideas on paper as possible, because truth be told, your first few ideas are probably not going to be very good. They're probably not going to do a very good job of articulating how you create gain and relieve pain for your buyer. And truth be told, these examples here, they're not the best examples. I'm not a condo developer. I'm not an architectural firm. I'm trying to give you something that you can use as an example, but these could be better with more iteration. And then when you're done, I want you to zero in on the critical few, maybe the one, two, maximum three, but hopefully one or two critical gain creators and critical pain relievers, the stuff that's really, really top of mind for your buyer, the stuff that you know that they care deeply about and that'll get their attention. And then we're gonna use that in the next step of the process where we actually begin to write your value proposition on paper. So that's coming up. If you want to grab the show notes for this lesson, you can head over to forecast.fm slash 35. And also, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show on iTunes, do us both a favor, head over to iTunes, type in forecast marketing in the search box, find our fancy blue graphic there, click on the show, hit subscribe. And while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show. Thanks for listening.